it, it sits atop his head, and it sat atop Junsunue's head, and Richard Jake's head, and TJ Davis's head, and Ben Jones's head, and uh, my head as well. And many of you as well, important people, important, important, important people. Mm. Anyway, uh, to start the show, we had uh, Carnival Night Zone Act 2, and we fought that with um, some Slick Gems. Gems Collection, with the uh, No GTR mix of Sonic Heroes, if you're wondering what that particular remix was. I am slightly better off this time, um, <laughs> in that I have my nice my nice IRC chat up with both chat rooms up simultaneously. Oh yes, split screen down the middle. Yes, Katie Fox, you did mix the Rex Factor. I was disappointed. You're a previous winner. You won the live one, therefore. It's crazy. Resident SD says, I doubt I would have won the Classic Collection, but it would have been awesome. Well, mm, well, you'll just have to wait and see, won't you? Hello, honey. Hi. Hi. She says hi, everyone. Anyway, it's time for the chat room rundown. Dun 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 dun! Oh, I don't have a jingle for that. Um, I, I, I should make one, you say. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Chat room rundown. Great show. I love this show! It's a great show. It's just so much fun. Yeah, that one will do. Um, so, what should we start with? Should we start with Radio Sega chat room, or shall we start with uh, the uh, Sega Sonic Radio chat room? Radio Sega or Sonic Stadium? Radio Sega, Sonic Stadium, Radio Sega, Sonic Stadium, Radio Sega, Sonic Stadium, Radio Sega, Sonic Stadium, Radio Sega, You choose. Just do Radio Sega. Do Radio Sega. The lady says Radio Sega. And then everyone starts... <laughs> SSR starts... This is our chat starts going, No, do us first! <laughs> I pay no attention to the mm. needs of the masses. You pay no attention to the needs of the masses. Which is why you're just walking away. <laughs> Awesome. Was the jingle loud still, was it? Okay, let's turn that a bit down a bit even more. Even more turned down. I've almost got the levels right on this thing. Rather annoyingly, they, they, they reset. <laughs> For some reason, they magically reset at some point. Um, but never mind. I've just thought of something. Yes, indeed, we are saving. I thought I thought the stream wasn't saving. Anyway. Um, so we'll do the Sega, we'll do on uh, Radio Sega, and we have from bottom to top, uh, uh, Zaga Yoda, uh, Jess Trigon, he's on both stations, oh, and Katie Fox was busy with college, that's why I didn't know about the Rex Factor. Zaga Yoda, who's not a relation of Sonic Yoda, I'm guessing. Uh, SJSSF, Shadded Pipeline Dave Wind, one dreads to think what the, what the pipeline's doing between, uh, Resident SD, M Tails, um, who was born approximately 126 for a second ahead of N Tails, Mr. Stream, and Soda Stream, but the sound of it was going on. Oh, you've got your pizza? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
I did, I did wonder what, what was going on. Uh, Mina DC and Mina, which I'm guessing is just Mina, who just got, who just lost connection or something. Unless there are two Minas, in which case that's kind of crazy. Uh, Lars, you need, I need, I think it's supposed to be I need fruit. I, I need fruit instead. Jabba uh, Bay, Forever Sonic, Ani Gavanato, D'Artagnan, Blitzkris, AUK, who's RS hyphen SSR, uh, underscore Spondee, Trigon, and Sega Mark. Who's, Sega Mark's like the equivalent of Chanbot, but over at Radio Sega. Then SSR, oh boy, SSR. Uh, <laughs> SSR, we have... This may take a bit of a deep breath. Wide Earthlock, Trigon, Tiki, SDK, Spin, Sonic Mark, Sonic AD, Shade, Sega Mark, Scotty, Rina Kage, Ringtail Fox, Riddick, Resident SD, Noir, Miss McCookies, Miles Proud, Katie Foxy, Joe Forever, Iceman Nager, Hypersonic, Hagrid and Fang, Game Boy Heroes, uh, and the window is just simply not wide enough to cope with natural names. That's saying I was doing really well. Aww. Game Boy Hero, Fox, Fox Girl Hick. Who I'm assuming he's not Fox Boy Mick, obviously. Um, Forever Sonic, Fly Fox, Farmer, I need to again. Dread Knuckles, uh, Dread Knuckles, who wasn't here with the Sonic Hour, um, because he's not Dread Knucks. Um, D'Artagnan, Darkspeed, Concord Hedgehog, glad you're here, Concord Hedgehog. Mm. Blue Blood 95, anime, anime Girls listening in. Woot! Um, that AUK chap again, underscore Spondy again, the Gaga GJ, MK, Blitz Chris for a second time, and Chanbot, who is better than all of you. Okay. You okay with that, huh? Mm-hmm. Iceman says, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, presumably followed by Rocket, Iceman Nega. Um, Hello to everyone who is listening in. Um, I, so I've got absolutely no idea about how many people are listening in. Perhaps I can have a little check on that in a second. That would be awesome source. To quote someone else. Who's listening? How many people got listening in at the moment? Um, a fair few. <laughs> That's a very good way of saying it. It's a fair few. Um it is indeed, yes. I'm trying to find out this thing because I'm like, right, here we go. Um, whoa! Well, we currently got 35 on SSR. And on uh, Radio Sega, we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Pretty damn awesome. But yes, uh, we have uh, lots today. Loads. Bajillions. 57, says Zanigo Manato. I will take your word for it. Sega Mark says 24. I disagree entirely. Because, you know. And we've also got some other people listening in. Um, Blake's not Blake's not going to be doing the show notes today, honey. Why? Because um, his net's going strange. He did pre-warn me. So he gets away with that, does he? Mm-hmm. 
So, um, what shall we do first? Let's go uh, we'll go through the news, which is that there really hasn't been any news. Um, yep, it's been a very boring... <laughs> that's been a really boring week, very quiet week. And I've got to say, I'm really grateful for it being quiet... <laughs> the last week being quite a quiet week in terms of saying news. Yeah. Um, uh, all sorts of stuff's happened, and I'm going to be working even harder than I was before. Uh, <laughs> Which is all well and good and wonderful and lovely. Um, we uh, might well have some news for you about uh, Summer of Sonic soon, which is good news. Yeah, very soon. Uh, very soon. Uh, mainly uh, me and uh, Mr. Dreadnucks, the, erst- <laughs> the erstwhile Dreadnucks, missing in traction. Um, actually, actually, that is slightly worrying that he's got his new car and then he hasn't turned up for the show. He's having fun, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. It's like Outrun. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I can just see... Just <laughs> Gisen- <laughs> see Gisenemy in the... In the <laughs> in this passenger seat going, I want to go far away. Yeah. I want to go far away. Hang on a minute. Let's... Hang on, we, we, can, we can easily um, emulate this. Hang on. Through the through the wonders of this, we actually can emulate this. Hang on. There we go. So you can just imagine Dreadnucks with his nice fancy new car. You know, he's he's fresh out the uh, fresh out the garage for a tune-up. He's cruising along in South End. Some cool tu- cool Sega tunes going on in the background. And Ginger's enemy in the passenger seat. And he's, you know, he's, he's drifting past, you know, taxis and fancy things like that. Going through all the hotspot parts of Essex as he goes. The wind in his long hair as he goes on. It all, it all makes sense if you think about it. Um, but don't think about it for too long, for God's sake. Uh, it will just drive you strange. Uh, that was Life Was a Bore in the background, incidentally. If you're wondering, uh, we're about run two. Uh, I don't know why it's labelled up as Richard Jakes, but Richard Jakes didn't do that. Um, I will have to sort that out at some point, but regardless. Um, no, but to say, we're going to go and see a place soon, um, which is humongous. See a man about a I see, see a man about a hedgehog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to see this place, and hopefully um, uh, it'll be suitable. And then we can start thinking about going, hey, you need to be at this place. Um, because, you know, it's not that far away now. <laughs> well, I need, like, another two months on top of what we've got at the moment. Um, but we're going to be hopefully nailing down some uh, peoples soon as well, some guests, and we'll be announcing those. Uh, pay attention to Sonic Rex, Sonic Stadium, and of course the Summer of Sonic website, summerofsonic.com, which I'm reliably formed, um, informed uh, Dreadnoughts is rejigging. That's a good word. Rejigging. Mm-hmm. You like that word, huh? It's a good word. I can use it quite often if you like. Yep. Do you fancy rejigging? No. 
No, don't think so. Wouldn't be really suitable, yeah, you know. Um, so, uh, what I'm going to do is going to leave you with a couple of tracks of music. Uh, I might as well actually start. Might as well have an outrun track. Let's see why not. Let's have. Uh... Well, I... Excuse me. Classy. <laughs> Classy Echo. Classy. It's what you, you got Pepsi. It's your fault. You, yeah, I got Pepsi because you like Pepsi. Yep. Anyway, we'll have, we'll have Night Flight because I always like Night Flight. Um, again, ignore the fact that it's labelled as Richard Chase. I have no idea why. I'm just giving the man credit for stuff that he hasn't done now. Oh, well. uh, <laughs> Who doesn't like Richard? Who doesn't like Richard Jakes? Well, apart from... Uh, <laughs> okay. no. Moving on. No. Um, moving on. So we're going to have uh, Night Flights. We're about run two. And many other outruns as well. Back after this with the first competition results. Be there or be somewhere else and not listening to this.
Podcast of SonicRex.com. I'm back. I'm back. Um, yes, there we go. Uh, Night Flight from uh, Outrun 2. Uh, a lot of you noticed there's uh, quite a few messages in uh, the respective chats saying that they quite like that song. And, uh, it, it was rapidly become, after Magical Sound Shower, well, I'm very close to Magical Sound Shower, my favourite Outrun track, actually, to race oh. to. Oh, uh, God, I remember Magical... whatever it's called. I can't think of that. Magical Sound Shower. Yeah. Because that's, that's the one that Richard signed. So. Oh, no, you got the... Um, Sounds of the City. Sounds of the City. Uh, from the, the... What was it? The Nottingham Game City back in yeah. 2006? Yeah, it was ages ago. Yeah, you know, I, I got Richard Jakes to uh, sign a copy of the CD for that uh, for Echo, yep. but uh, ironically, I didn't get it signed until um, the. I know, was it two thousand seven? It was a while. Yeah. It was a, whatever it was, uh, but I didn't get it done until the two thousand seven uh, video games live. That I actually got it signed for Echo, and I sent it off to her. Um, if you've got Magical Sound Show up in the background, 1986 version. There you go. Is it the same one, or is it just like a live version? Uh, in what sense? Well, I mean, it's the same song. Sound. Yeah. It's the same song name, excuse me. Yeah, it sounds the same to me. It just sounds redone. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Outrun, uh, uh, question from, uh, Radio Sega, what is that? Is, uh, Online, Outrun Online Arcade on PSN, and uh, it's the answer is it is on PSN, uh, but not in America. So it's not on US PSN. It is uh, not a decision that uh, I was involved in, I'm sorry to say. And I, I can't give you the reasons why. Uh, everyone's saying that... Uh, President SD should do another Rich Jake special so that you can come in and say hi again. Uh, oh, dear. oh well. Hulk Hogan is apparently in the SSR chat room, brother. Is he? He is brother. Brother. Yeah. If, you, if he's listening in, why are you pissing up TNA so much, you idiot? Anyway. This is competition time! Woot! Competition time and all that jazz. In fact, I might as well just... I'm just going to bug in for background music, just all of 1986. Music, there we go. So you can have Passing Breeze and Last Wave after that 1986 version. Oops. There we go. So, competition time. Uh, so we've got three competitions to get through. Three long competitions to get through. Uh, we'll, we'll start with first, which is the uh, all-star racing one. Um, hang on a Oops. I'm sort of doing this semi on the fly, so. Uh, Okay, so 
competition time. So the OSR competition was relatively simple. Um, and there was actually quite a few prizes involved on this one. Just get to the uh, competitions page so I can run down the details for you properly. Ooh, Rick's being slow. Anyway. So. This is the, the this is the oldest one. Okay, uh, we had uh, the first prize was large Sonic Sega All Stars Racing print of the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, concept artwork. Second prize was uh, one of the Big the Cat concept artwork. Uh, number three was a double sided A2 poster of uh, Sonic Sega All Stars Racing, and also one of those door hangers which you may recall. And we also have seven runners up who will each. Be receiving one of those door hangers. There's an awful lot of door hangers going out of Sega tomorrow. Um, okay, they won't miss them that much. No. Isn't it now that Rex hmm. are being so slow? Rex will start with Xbox. Probably. No, it is their fault. Very literally is. Um, There was an awful lot of um, <laughs> entries for it. Uh, there really was. And uh, why is this taking so goddamn long? Here we go. Right. So uh, the task was uh, that uh, I wanted to know um, who you wanted uh, in a provisional, let's say. Uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing 2. Oh, yeah, uh, like the... Yeah, I'll, I'll go through it. So, imagine through some ingenious act of blackmail, presumably involving photos and or incriminating video footage, Sonic Rex has procured a spot on the Sega board and has already made sure there is a Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing 2. Yay, us. Now, being a benevolent and charismatic despot, uh, we've seen fit to grace our fans with a chance to participate in choosing new characters to add to the roster. I should point out this. I should point out in this fiction, Knight is already in, so you need to think of someone else. That could be from any point in Sega's past, anyone at all. Though um, maybe you, you think we want to be able to have a, like a tie-in exclusive character for, say, the Wii 2, PS4, and Xbox 720, and DS2. Um, but yes, uh, the suggestion box is open. Now we wanted to know the character. Series, the vehicle, the all-star move, and you know why they would make a good addition in the first place, according to you. Hmm. So just to get, I'll just go through the uh, all. Uh, these are all the people that were suggested. Okay, there's like 69 of these. Uh, Red and blue from Gunstar Heroes. Uh, Crash Bandicoot was suggested. Silver was suggested. Ristar, Mega Man, and Rush. Uh, Sketch Turner. Uh, Carbuncle, which is the has been from Mean Beam Machine, if you don't remember. Uh, uh, Echo, C Captain Falcon was suggested, uh, Rolf from Fantastar 2, Goldman, House of the Dead, Spyro, uh, Werehog was suggested, Chip, uh, Michael Rage Hardy and Janet, Janet Marshall from uh, Virtue Cop 2. Toe Jam and Earl! 
Shizuko Yukawa, aka Mr. Sega, Nathan Drake, Takao, uh, Rag Rappy, uh, Sparkster was suggested, Abe from Oddworld was suggested. Um, Pretty much all the good uh, Metal Sonic was suggested. Uh, this was before Metal Sonic TLC was completely announced. Axel from Crazy Taxi. Uh, Sylvania from Valkyria Chronicles. Jack from Mad World. Sparks to one here. Um, one which I'm going to get to in a minute. Uh, Jigglypuff was suggested. Pulse Man was suggested. Um, um, this one gets an honourable mention. I'll, I'll do this now as it's here. An honourable mention goes to T-Bird's one that he came up with. <laughs> which was uh, characters of Dreadnoughts and Rurai. The series Summer of Sonic. The vehicle was the Essex Foghorn. Oh yes, the Essex Foghorn. Uh, the all-star move would be the Sonic Hour, which is when uh, other players are blighted with in-game commentary that they can't turn off for 60 minutes. And uh, why did they make a good addition according to T-Bird? Target practice. Well, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Amity Lover suggested uh, Amity from uh, Puyo 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 Pop 2. Uh, Tempo the Cricket and Katie the Butterfly from the Tempo series. Chocolatey Head from Decap Attack. Uh, Blaze. Michael Jackson. What? Michael Jackson. Okay. Moonwalker. Uh, Honey the Cat, you know, Michael Jackson being a fictional character. Um, although, the saying that, he's been in three, ga well, three games for Sega and two game series, because he's got Space Channel 5. And uh, I'm playing cat, Honey the Cat. Uh, again, another one I'm going to skip. Uh, Vector Man. Another one for Silver. Another one for Silver. Lots of people want Silver. Um, Sackboy Cloud. As a PS4 oh. exclusive was suggested. Oh. From Fan Final Fantasy. Wait, no. Yes. Why? Why? It's not fun. Why indeed? Look, they, they, they didn't win. Uh, Bug. Ristar. Uh, Ristar, Big the Cat. Uh, the Doctor was suggested as well. Gum, Agent G and Isaac Washington. Uh, Pepper from uh, Clockwork Knight. The, the Daytona Hornet, more Valkyria Chronicles characters, Fang was suggested, Team Chaos 6 was suggested, Be the Dynamite, Bayonetta, Gilda, Earthworm Jim, Jet the Hawk, Rick from Splatterhouse was suggested. I know this will sound weird, but I forget that chick from uh, Golden Axe, the Beast Rider, would have been Or Terry's Flair. <laughs> she wouldn't have been directing this far. <laughs> No, we've had that before. That there's no Golden Axe character in it, in this one. Um, characters, so characters from uh, Sakura Tyson, Cream and Vanilla, Omachow, and uh, another one for Agent G and Isaac Washington. There was an awful, awful lot of characters and entries for this, and they're all absolutely fantastic. Some of you came up with some really good, really. Ridiculous one. A hedgehog little stick wasn't actually one of the ones that came up, oddly enough. Um, but yeah, there was all sorts. All sorts, all sorts. Somebody suggested Alex Kidney's bike. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. <laughs> Maybe we just go back in time and make that happen. Oh, look. 
you know, whatever one. And this is simple. The main guest cast is all characters, right? But the Sonic cast, yes, Sonic, Tails, Shadow, Robotnik, they're all irregular and not forgotten. Even Big is back in the saddles in Sonic Adventure, so we need a good old Sonic character back from the dead, and Fang is the main choice. Why? He already has a vehicle, the Marvelous Queen, little upgrades that will see him kick ass on the Grand Prix circuit. He's also a bad guy. We want to play as a bad guy and not heroes. So we do with Bowser or Waluigi in Mario Kart. <laughs> Waluigi! It's a chance to see a way to bring him back, even in the cameo in a Sonic game, with a new school style. Uh, Rover Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid 3. So cool. And why not a voice actor? Can you imagine a, actually a, a voice actor for uh, Fang slash Nat would be quite interesting. Um, the third one is, I've already mentioned it actually, it's uh, Sakura Shinguiji, I don't, can't pronounce it, and Ugami Chiro from uh, Sakura Taizen in the Steam Kobu car. Sakura and Ugami jump to their kobus and perform a wild cherry blossom dance. Oh, dear. oh yes, this is um, there's obviously there's Sakura Wars uh, elsewhere outside Japan. Uh, but it is one of the most uh, requested games that requires a sequel, along with Shenmue according to Famitsu, says uh, Cory Murrow. So, congratulations, Cory Murrow. You have uh, won a door hanger. <laughs> Quite a few people um, did a Ristar as their entry, but uh, Sonic and Nux was the only person that put a really big race detail in there and actually went above and beyond the Call of Duty as well. Um, uh, cars should be wacky and cartoon like I.I.'s Banana Car, except in the shape of a shooting star. Get good handling with good acceleration and a short boost charge time, but low to moderate top speed. Uh, All-star move, a spin pole appears over Ristar's car. He grabs onto it with his arms and spins around rapidly before launching himself like a shooting star out of the car and forward into his opponents. Works similar to Supersonic, though not quite as fast, and Ristar can stretch out his arms ahead of him to rubber band into opponents, attacking them and gaining more speed. Uh, or if it even goes in down to the, to say this extra, I was actually talking about race tracks. Uh, Planet Sonata, uh, suggesting great motif for a race track. Uh, drums on certain points uh, in the track, which launch cars into the air and spikes, which slow you down. Classic Ristar enemies like little Goomba lookalikes could appear as obstacles. And since it's a music themed level, the horn item could have a higher chance of appearing. It could also have horns that blow races off the track, like the ones in San Vadi Amiga Cos. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch! I hate those horns. Yeah, those, those damn whistle things, yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Guaranteed it, <laughs> guaranteed it will work when you go through. Um, yeah, say so love uh, could also... Be Lava level, metal pipes sticking out of rock walls, and flames shooting out of the ground at certain points. Uh, there can be switches on the track that switch walls of fire on temporarily when attacked or run over. I like the idea of pressure switches hmm. being used. Um, uh, this uh, uh suggested Sackboy for a PS3 PS4 exclusive. A hybrid car made from different materials, really straightforward looking, like Kid designed it. A bit like every other Little Big Planet level. Um, Sackboy uses a jetpack uh, that he uh, uses during creation mode and flies forwards. Uh, meanwhile, random shaped materials fall from the sky, somewhat like Banjo's All Star on the 360 version. That's good. 
reusing current, reusing existing <laughs> um, things for alternates. Uh, he mimics the look of the last character. I like this thing, like this little uh, one. He mimics the look of the last character he hit with it, and stays looking that way until the end of the race. So, so it's sort of Kirby-esque um, item. I, I like that. I really do. Um, uh, and uh, so Sackboy is a great family character, like the rest of the uh, All-Star Racing roster fit in perfectly. That's a very good suggestion. Um, the next one was brilliant because it. <laughs> this was brilliant for the simple fact that it actually combines two franchises in Streets of Rage and Sonic Rush, and it is the and is X two and the amazing uh, the amazing grouping of Blaze and Blaze Blaze squared two. Blaze too furious. Nice. Um, vehicle called the Trailblazer, an open top hot rod with flame decal on the front and police lights on the back. Blaze Fielding sits in the driver's seat while Blaze the Cat perches on the back, possibly standing like Sonic does with the tornado's wings. <coughs> uh, All-Star moves the twin Blaze. Fire lights up in both Blaze's eyes. Blaze Fielding's bare knuckles turn white as she grips the wheel and activates the nitro. Well, Blaze Cat uses the Soul Emeralds to become Burning Blaze. Burning Blaze hops onto the rear of the vehicle, facing away and acts as a feline flamethrower, propelling the vehicle yet further. Uh, Frogman was, uh, was one of the people who suggested Sketch Turner and Roadkill for the um, All-Star Racing character, along with, uh, say, Roadkill. Um... All-Star Move obviously being Super Sketch. Uh, vehicle would be called the Roadkill. It came a car named after his pet, which produces worded comic sound effects based on action, e.g. Screech for Drifting, which I loved as a little sort of extra thing that would pop up. It's real comic book style when it's going round corners. I, mean, I love that idea. Uh, and that is all of the runners-up. All those people will be getting... Uh, well, I'll be getting in contact with them, getting addresses and things, and you will be getting... Uh, one of those all-star racing door hangers is actually quite nice. What are you playing, instantly? Because uh, Echo is playing on her my PSP. The, the Fantasy Star Portable. Ah, oh, you're playing Fantasy Star Portable. I see. So, uh, time to go to the main three. And third place, we have Silver Dragon Wolf, who actually suggested Spyro the Dragon as an exclusive for the PlayStation. Perhaps. Uh, but uh, for the vehicle, suggested uh, a rocket skateboard. Who didn't love those awesome skateboarding levels? Uh, it'd be awesome to be, to be blasting along with everyone else on an awesome skateboard, reminiscent of Spyro's old board, but with a few improvements. Two jet engines attached to the back uh, to add a bit of added boost to the old board. Some uh, new all-terrain tyres. A new paint job, perhaps of flames, even depicting his battle with Nork, Ripto and the Sorceress. Uh, All-Star Move Spyro actually leaps off his board, uh, his rocket skateboard, and barrels forward as he's on the supercharged track, making him fast and invincible and very dangerous to any that he crashes into along the way. Uh, why make a good addition? Who doesn't remember those old Spyro games and the joy they brought to those who played them? That purple, fun, adventure-loving dragon stole my heart many years ago, and I still go back and replay the classics quite often. 
What would be better than having a game with so many of my favourite classic characters? Game characters, all in a test of speed. Slick's already here, let's get Spyro on this too. So, uh, yes, for sheer, yes, for sheer, um, well, enthusiasm, uh, along with uh, some very good detail, uh, Silver Dragon Wolf gets third. Uh, second um, is uh, Eric or Zeric, begins with an X, whatever it is. Um, and they suggested cream and vanilla the rabbits. Vanilla driving, cream using weapons. Uh, obviously another Sonic the Hedgehog one. Uh, vehicle is uh, a Jamel racer. Car shaped like uh, Jamel uh, from Sonic Advance 3. You can just imagine how that would look, can't you? Um, All-star move being Chow Blitz. Where uh, they summon cheese and uh, chocolate to appear and strike down racers as uh, cream vanilla approached them. Uh, Why does make a good addition? Cream is probably the most developed Sonic character in the series. Uh, she has a known home, no parents and family. Uh, she's been out of the spotlight for a while and is indeed of a new appearance. It would also mark Vanilla and Jamel's 3D debut in the series. But first, it was not a Sonic character. It was not a character that you probably would have thought of, actually. And that's one of the reasons why it came in first, because it was actually really well thought out. Um, uh, the winner is uh, Ayn, uh, spelt A-E-A-N, and they were the one who suggested Rolf from Fantasy Star 2. Uh, in the Land Rover vehicle from Fantasy Star 4, the end of the millennium. Uh, All-Star Move is a Megrid, a magical technique available in nearly all Fantasy Star games. Uh, the move in the game consists of all characters set the user losing losing uh, half the HP and it combining to attack the enemy. Here, Rolf could cause opponents to drive at half their maximum speed for a short time limit. <coughs> this is one of the things I quite liked about this, because uh, so to my knowledge, there's no all-star move that affects everyone else. There's no sort of lightning, lightning bolt-esque all-star move um, that actually slows everyone else down. There's, there's one to speed you up, but there's no one that affects everyone else. And makes, yeah. uh, obviously, there would need to be some way of avoiding it, so keep in mind, but that can be obviously figured out at the time. <laughs> um, why they make a good uh, addition? Fantasy Star was and is still a fan favourite, and a perfect example of an RPG. I completely agree. Um, I did ask why um, we, we kind of forgot Fantasy Star when doing this game. Um, I, did, I did ask, honestly. Um, uh, he is uh, often seen as the face of Fancy Star. Yujinaka was too involved with the creation and design of the Fancy Star saga, so this is uh, that is a Sonic connection, as well as the series being a Mega Drive classic. GameSpot listed in its greatest games of all time list, and Nintendo Power claimed it was the greatest RPGs of all time, and they are both right. So congratulations to all the winners! Woot, etc. And it's now time for some music. Uh, and I need some liquid in my throat. <coughs> we got Pepsi, huh? We got Spa. Yeah. Um, let's have some Sonic Heroes music. Um, and we'll. Oops. <laughs> we'll skip past the thing entirely. Uh, we're going to have uh, the uh, Sea Area Battle, which is actually quite a short one. 
And we're going to follow that up with uh, the Egg Albatross boss. And then the special stage bonus challenge music. So three Sonic Heroes tracks for you, totaling uh, just under five minutes worth of music. Uh, we'll be back shortly, and uh, we'll be revealing uh, the next competition winner. Because, yeah, we've got to get through these other ones. They're not, they're not as big or large. Uh, not as big or large as the rest, but there's a lot going on this this particular show. Um... But yes, uh, back shortly. You're still listening to Radio Rita. Radio Rita. Keep your arms and legs inside at all times.
back. Uh, Echo just showing me the characters she's created for Fantasy Star Portable, which looks something very similar to one of the um, armors from Bubblegum Crisis, actually. Yep. <laughs> right. So, uh, next up, the competition winners... Uh, oh, it's at the ECSC area, and uh, Egg Albatross, for some reason, went uh, in the wrong order. But, but what the heck. Um, so, um, next up, we had... Uh, the Super Monkey Ball competition, which wasn't nearly as popular <laughs> as the All-Star Racing one. In fact, we had just enough entries to cover all the prizes. Um... Yeah, it's good for good for me. <laughs> um, there are actually five prizes on offer, and five people won it. It's not a really major surprise. Um, uh, there are two third prizes, which are these vinyl uh, board covers for the um, Wii Balance board for Super Monkey Ball Step and Roll. Um, and these were won by uh, Gamer18. And uh, Overlord Darkspire. Now, the, the, the whole point of this Super Monkey Ball one is that um, in Step and Roll, a new monkey is um, given, uh, is uh, created, and uh, he uh, is called Jam. And he's sort of like your guide, if you like. Um, he's a bit cocky, he's a bit full of himself, and he likes saying Jam! Which is, I suppose, a lot better than Marmalade! Well, you know, peanut butter, peanut butter, the monk, peanut butter, the chimpanzee. There we go. So um, yes, that was that was the aim. Kind of monkey and a bit of backstory for them. Uh, uh, Game eighteen came up with a Francis, who is a fan of sorts. So it's more like Francis. You see what I'm. They mean. Uh, it was a chimpanzee, because you have to say the type of uh, simian that uh, they are. Um, he's a huge fan of I.I. and the gang. He has documented all their adventures and put them into a big scrapbook, which is his pride and joy. His dream is to meet the gang and join them in one of their adventures. He's extremely dorky and clumsy. He also has a huge crush on Yan Yan. Uh, he wears a blue shirt with a white F on it, in sort of a tribute to I.I. Uh, whilst Overlord Darkspawn came out with Mini Me, who is a baby pygmy marmoset. Uh, characteristic smaller than every single character introduced so far. Mini Me is about the size of a human finger. Whilst he isn't so great in head to head or ball to ball combat, he can stick around almost undetected if he wishes, or use small shortcuts only accessible to him. You could call him a monkey version of Stewie from Family Guy. What a juice! Uh, he's small but got a big brain and likes to make himself heard, even though uh, most never notice him, no matter how hard he tries. He may go unnoticed, and this leads to him <laughs> playing a few pranks. If you manage to notice him and you get past his rude manner, which is only used to get attention, he can be a great ally with his genius, as well as a great friend. Oh. Occasionally, you'll have to watch out so it's not slip on his tiny ball. Filthy beast. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, the second prize uh, was it's one of those uh, II t-shirts that uh, we had made at Sega uh, for Step and Roll which is uh, quite fancy actually um, there's 
looks like again two of these. Um, first winner of those was actually High Water Trousers. Uh, and the name of the character is Nani, just like in Japanese, uh, who's a capuchin monkey apparently. Always playful, Nani constantly gets himself into mischief. However, Nani pulls many pranks and ends up uh, getting on the nerves of others quickly. Unfortunately, Nani does not always understand what people mean. He takes things too literally, and this usually ends with him being moody or upset when the others lecture him. Still, Nani's heart's in the right place, and he can always be carried on to do the right thing. Eventually. Uh, the other winner is actually uh, T.A. Black. T.A. Black's uh, a winner of a t-shirt. We have Tam Tam, uh, which says in brackets, keeping with monkey ball tradition. And uh, the species is a golden lion tamarind monkey. That's quite fancy monkey. Um, a unique individual, Tam Tam prefers to look at things a different way to the others. The belief that bananas are prized beyond all compare means that Tam Tam can get caught up in his own world. Rather than take a safe route, he'll uh, use his additional stability with his tail to go soaring tricky, along trickier courses, all for the bananas that they yield. Despite this, he has a phobia of heights caused by a freak updraft of wind catching his mane and sending him soaring into the air and getting him stuck in a monkey puzzle tree for a good few hours. However, he's not a bad monkey at heart, just that he happens to has to be too focused on his goals to care about the others. But when he understands what to do as a team, he is a helpful friend. So there has to be a winner. And the winner is... Uh, actually, I think... In the chat room! There is a winner in the chat. It, they're in the SSR chat. They begin with C. You should narrow it down because there's only one person there with C. Apart from Chambot. <laughs> yes, Chambot won! <laughs> Chambot came up with this really fantastic thing. Uh, but uh, the winner is indeed Concord Hedgehog. Congratulations, Concord, who's there. Uh, who came up with uh, Commander Tumble, who is an orangutan. Uh, Commander Tumble is an orange orangutan wearing an army helmet and a stick. It takes his job kind of too far. He would uh, train any monkeys to perform within any monkey ball, as if he was commanding a real army. He's not a bad orangutan, but just mentally se just mentally serious about his job. If you can call it that, it's more of a hobby of his. He shouts at anyone he's teaching his skills to, just to make them more disciplined. As in disciplined. Uh, the irony of his training is he himself would not fit in any monkey ball due to the fact that he is larger than the, mon the smaller monkeys. And I love that. Um, so congratulations, Concord Hedgehog. You are now, or will be, the proud owner um, of, uh, I hope you're UK-based, because it's uh, PAL, like I said it was, a uh, copy of Super Monkey Ball Step and Roll on Nintendo Wii. Congratulations, Concord. Uh, Concord owns a Wii Fit board as well. That's really helpful. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. <sighs> right, now we're actually going to move on a bit. Uh, we're going to skip this next competition for now. Uh, next competition up is actually the Classic Collection, but we'll skip that. And we're actually going to go on to the Rex Factor. Woo! 
Can I have a woo from my would-be co-host? What? Yes? <laughs> <laughs> what? Can I have a woo from my co-host? Woo. Five seconds of science for the bite. What? Woo! <laughs> I don't know. Woo, you don't know. Anime girl gives a woo. Maybe I should replace you with Anime Girl. Okay, you can marry her. Awesome! Anime Girl. Um, See, he clicks at you. This is what I put up. Uh, when do I click at you? <laughs> you just did. Make it sound like a crab. I'm a crab or something. Something like that. Me. <laughs> I, yeah, that's my name. I'm the deadliest. My nickname is the deadliest catch. <laughs> Feel sorry for Sega Mark, everyone, because <laughs> these windows will not shut down. Um, but yes, uh, so what we're going to do now is go through T-Bird's marks for the Rex Factor, okay? Um, for reasons that I don't quite know, he's accidentally left out a couple of people. So we're not going to have SMX's uh, marks, or... Indeed, uh, are we going to have Shadow Fox 04's marks? Unfortunately, not this time. Uh, but we'll have the marks for everyone else. Marks the Rex Factor. Um, if you're not sure what the Rex Factor is, uh, you've obviously not been listening to Radio Redux for the past uh, three years. Uh, but the Rex Factor is a karaoke competition that we have at the end of the series, of every series of uh, Radio Redux, uh, where we get community guys to do something crazy and sing. We get them to sing. A sort of karaoke style of a piece of music. Um, we do try and pu- I do try and push you every year to come up with new and improved, wondrous ways of doing it, um, and you will get you tend to get bonuses for that. So, uh, say you sing, oh, I don't know, um, say you sing Team Chaotics in Japanese. Say you sing that in Japanese, you will actually get points for that for you know, taking creativity a lot further. Uh, we took it even further still this time, and got somebody to. Uh, I, mean, we, I asked you to actually take a, a piece of music that not necessarily has had, had words to it, and put words to it or new words to an existing piece of music. So I wanted you to basically create your own song this time. Uh, it was kind of in, it was kind of essential for the all stars, who are the sort of known people and the people who have won before. Um, and Katie Fox said that she Katie Fox said she forgot about Rex Factor and didn't enter it. Yes, you did. <laughs> Katie Fox is so busy with college she forgot she entered Rex Factor. Is she still there? She is. Katie Fox, you entered Rex Factor, honey. Hello, you gave us a, you gave us an entry. I certainly hope it's you because labelled up as you. Everyone thinks it's you. It was you. <laughs> I remember, I freaking remember Awesome Well there you go, you see You all did well Iris is in the chat room as well awesome. uh, So we're going to have those It's a mark split by technical and artistic Okay, so you get marks for How the piece is performed And how entertaining it is basically uh, Although artistic is a bit more fluid and flexible and You get both those out of ten uh, in the past, we've had judges that have uh, failed to grasp this and only given one set of marks, naming no names, Sophia. And oh, nice. as a result, 
As a result, if we get one of those situations, uh, their mark just gets doubled. Um, we'll go through a judge week, so next week it'll be Earthheart's marks, and then hopefully we'll have Demix's marks the week after, uh, at which time we'll be crowning the All-Comers uh, champion. And then we've got one more set of marks to come from Bentley Jones. You know, you know about Bentley Jones, don't you? That Bentley Jones fellow. What's his name? Hey, this is Bentley Jones, and you're listening to Archangel UK here on Radio Redux. See? Him. And <laughs> he's got um, another set of marks for those all-stars. And the all-stars are Anime Girl, Crystal Dreams... Um, Anime Girl, previous winner. Crystal Dream appeared in the previous one. And now she won the North... Did she... Did Crystal Dreams win the... All-comers so. once? Oh. Anime Girl is an all-comers winner... Christian is an all-comers winner. Digivantine is an all-stars winner. Uh, Iris is... Iris. <laughs> Iris is awesome. Then again, so is Anime Girl. Then again, so is Digi. So is Crystal Dreams. This is how hard it is. Kenny Fox um, is in because she won the Rex Factor at Summer of Sonic last year. Uh, in fact, she won the... Was it the Bentley Jones Rex Factor challenge... Hey, this is Benley Jones and... Oh, would you stop? <laughs> him, yeah. What's his hey, name this again? is Benley Jones and... Yeah, there we go, him. So, uh, so she's in... She got sort of promoted. Promotion! Uh, the Pigeons of Death. It was actually Sonic Yoda's band. They did a fantastic acoustic mix of Robotnik's Tea Party. Uh, Round the Dragon, who gets in on the basis that... Um, well, she's a member of our staff, so we have Sonic Rex staff, so she got in on the basis of that. Um, and then you've got Vija from Emerald Coast, who is in the SSR chat room. We saw him sneak in from his cooking. And, um... Oh no, he snuck out again. He snuck in and he snuck out. He has a wrench, apparently. Um... I might have a, I might do a sound effect of him actually just going. He's got a wrench. We'll just have that on standby. Nice. That'll be awesome. Oh, he's back. He's back in again. He's got. A <laughs> he's immediately surrounded by less than freeze. Um, okay, so we're now going to go through all the marks. Now I've not heard these marks, so I don't, I don't know what they are. So I'm going to be putting them into a big spreadsheet and we'll go along and then we'll have a running total at the end of them. We're going to go through the all-comers first and when it hits Anime Girl you know that it started the all-comers, okay? Oh, oh sorry, the all-stars. My apologies, Anime Girl. So the all-stars will start when you hear Anime Girl. Uh, the first one up will actually be B.I. Lion um, with uh, with me, Team Cortex Go to the Movies. Um, and I will now hand you over if this works. Which I really hope it does. Um, that's a while. So we're now sort of handing you over to our tame racing driver judge thing. Um, it's uh, T-Bird, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause, T-Bird. Okie dokie, um, B.I. Lion. Um... This reminded me of some really, really dodgy cartoon, and it's really, really annoying me as to what it reminds me of, but never mind. Um, 
Maybe they should make Shadow Underground. Maybe you should make Shadow Underground. It's about as terrible as that. There we go. Um, <laughs> the the impressions were quite good. I enjoyed them. Um, and I quite like the reworked lyrics uh, and the whole, you know, you gave them the, the song a concept rather than just singing a load of random garbage. So props to you for that. Um, again, the one thing, the niggle that I really have with this song is you cannot hear what Shadow was saying. It just all goes off and then you can't hear what he's saying. Cause it's so next time, remember, listen to, or play it back and try and get the, the sound levels just right on it. Um, overall, I'm giving you six for talent and five for impression. Spinball Wizard. That spinny wizard sonic kid sure cannot sing at all. Du, 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 du. No, I'm just kidding. Um, definitely hit the notes on it. Um, I, I like that. And he kept the rhythm and the tempo, which ticked both of those boxes. The two things that really got me about this song was, first off, a lack of the backing track. And I think it would have really benefited from that. Um, the other thing is Gusto as well. It doesn't matter. It's a power anthem. It's Sonic's theme. It's, you know, it's the blasting heart of Sonic Adventure 1. And you've got to sing it with full throttle going and it you know when you go it loses a lot of the message and i think that really the one thing that really really brought this track down in my opinion was that the other thing was people have sung this song so many times choose something more original you know you really want to get the the judge's attention you want to choose something that nobody else is going for and this is what this competition's about this year being original Overall, you get six for talent and four for impression. Sonic Maku! Well, as far as um, the tracks go for the Orcomers competition this year, I think this one's definitely in the running. Um, it's not an obvious choice to begin with, and it's not an easy song to sing along with either. And I like the way you combated that by coming at it from a sort of a, a, a gruff angle and that there is there is some dynamic to the vocal as well, which I think, you know, thumbs up to. However, it was a bit of a double-edged sword. I think what you could have really done, you know, the, the whoa, you could have really done some of the more, you know, the whoa, 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 whoa bits that Johnny Duelli adds to this song. And I think of that bit was a bit of a disappointment. But as far as everything else goes, um, definitely scoring high for originality and, you know, very, very good. Um, want to see more of you next year. And of course, bonus mark for the um, the Sonic short uh, tribute. Their little nod at the end. Um, seven for talent and seven for originality. <laughs> Tall guy ninety one, great choice of tune, and not an, not an obvious choice either for this competition. Lyrics built from scratch. You've grabbed my attention straight away by doing that. This is what this competition is about: making a song yours flip twisting it so that you know it's something that nobody else has done before and will get you recognition and by golly you have done that this time around the lyrics are cheesy but i think that's what we have come not to expect but to demand from sonic songs now so you've you fall them right in with the canon there and rhyming quadruplets absolute for the win um very very good you haven't overstressed your voice as well which is something that's very difficult not to do in this competition um overall just a very very good track so i'm giving you um eight for talent and nine for impression very very well done 
Ein ah, Eagle Vanto. I didn't realize the Sonic Heroes theme was based on a Western bar ditty, but there you go. Um, again, full marks on here just for the originality. Um, again, it might have been a little bit of an obvious choice, but the way you approached it definitely made it a little bit more memorable than what you usually do. And I'm not. Are you trying to do it in the style of Bowie? If you haven't, you've succeeded massively. But there we go. What I like about this is it's short and it's sweet and it is memorable. Very, very well done. Um, six for talent and seven for impression. DJ Tender. Another one of these people who insists on having their backing track as a hammed organ track. It sounds like my dad's music collection. It is terrible. Stop using them. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, um... Again, I'm really clamping down on originality in this. And do we really want to hear somebody else mutilate Live and Learn? Again, Live and Learn is a power ballad. You need to attack it or approach it like a power ballad or completely scrap it and come at it from another angle. Not half-heartedly attack it. Um, I've got written down here, yeah, the sore throat on the day, so I'm going to kind of take that into account. Um, and I have heard you sing before, Dan. What a lovely voice. Um, but there's just no... No gusto in this at all, and I'm gonna. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to be really harsh about that. So uh, you get six for talent and four for impression here. Donatellus the fox and the sky's the limit with. Uh, what did you do? Escape from the city? Yes, of course. Um, your twin joined in. Hooray! You hit all the notes. Um, granted, a few octaves below, but it's really hard to keep up with Ted Poley. Is it Ted Poley singing this? I think so. It's really hard to keep up with those guys. So, granted, you know, you made the right choice rather than trying to hit high notes to go with, you know, a lower octave, as I said. Um, again, the one thing that lacks around this is everyone does this song year in, year out. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Um, by no means the worst entry, but again, it's one of these ones that will kind of blend in the background. Um, six for talent and five for impression. Also, lol at the ending. Acos B. McLeod with Sita oh, and Los and... Yes, anyway, Seven Rings in Hand in Spanish? Italian? One of the two. Um, bueno? No es bueno? Um, well, for starters, I blame UK for making it... Well, I'm trying to make cool to sing in another language. It's very, very hard to pull it off. And I don't think this has quite got there. Um, for starters, it frightened me at the beginning. Um, I'm sure the, the doctors will be successful in removing the microphone from your throat at some point. Um, and again, it's sort of it, singing in another language either works if you change the lyrics around just so that they fit, or if you make it amusing. And this kind of didn't fit into either category, unfortunately. Um, again, props for attempting quite a hard song. Rumblebee's vocals on this aren't easy to follow because I don't know what the hell they're singing in. Um, so, you know, thumbs up for attempting it. But, you know, if you're going to attempt a difficult song, you've got to do it right. Um, I'll give you four for talent and five for impression. Hedgy Lightning, Hedgy, Hedgy Lightning. Now, I have a 50-watt sound system in my room, and I turned it up to 10 to try and hear what you were singing. 
You're very, very quiet, and all these people in the Sonic fan base are very, very quiet. You're singing a song about Sonic. Everybody loves Sonic. You want to make as big an impression as you can when you're singing about, you know, this is the guy that you love. This is the guy you've, you love him so much that you've decided you're going to write lyrics to the Green Hill Zone theme. And I think that's something that should have been at the heart of it. You, you really need to come back and listen to it. Again, guys, if you don't like the sound of it, or if it doesn't sound right the first time, try again. Don't just go with the first take. Um, It sounded okay from what I could hear, but again, you know, Turn your volume up. Um, I'll give you five for talent. Well, what I think was talent. And I'll give you five for impression as well. Hagrid and Fang. Not too bad approach, actually. Um, again, one of the pointers is just watch out for those pitch shifts. They're quite difficult, but you handled most of them with a little bit of dexterity. So, thumbs up on that one. And it's nice to see some originality in the vocals and tempo as well. But again, the one thing I'm going to really complain about, and you're going to be sick of hearing me say this by the end of the competition, is it's the same old song. So this competition is about originality and really capturing, you know, the core of what being a Sonic fan is about, but doing it with a little bit more, you know, ingenuity than the rest of the competition. You want to make your entry stand out in front of everybody else's. And again, when it comes down to it, this is just another Sonic Adventure 1 cover. But overall... It's probably one of the better covers that we've had this competition. Anyway, um, six for talent and six for impression. Woohoo! Last door commentary. Anyway, it's my good old Diogo. Um, did you go for like an outback radio effect on the vocals here? It sounds like you know you're you're being broadcast uh, <laughs> sort of on like pirate radio somewhere in Mexico. Anyway, that, that, that's not my main nigger with this. Um, you have to be really, really careful when you're putting lyrics in, though. You've got to find words and things that fit with the, the structure of the verses rather than just throwing whatever comes at you into it. And you really need to watch the tempo with that as well. Um, what was it with the bagging track as well? That seemed to be jumping all over the place, but there we go. Anyway, uh, a valiant attempt at... Um, an unusual choice of song, particularly for a male singer as well. So, uh, yeah, thumbs up for that. I'm going to give you four for talent and five for impression. Smoke Crystal Dreams. Oh, just coming back then. Um, I kind of missed Diogo's one at the end there because I was trying to sort stuff out. Um, so if somebody could quickly tell me what that was. It was four and three, I'm not sure. Uh, and then we'll have a little rundown of what's going on. It was four and five, was it? Says Erfart. Uh, okay. Four and five. So uh, the way we have the All-Stars at the moment set up is uh, as follows. Uh, bringing up the rear at the moment is, well, Shadow Fox 04 and SFX, so they don't have any points at all because T-Bird neglected to give me any <laughs> scores for them. Um... And then uh, Diogo is uh, Diogo and Acos B McLeod uh, there, but uh, Acos has the language bonus, so that might well come into play later on. Uh, as does da- as does Dan Dyer. Dan Dyer doesn't have a duet. That's in the wrong place. Uh, Scott's Limited and Tennis Box have the duet bonus, and there's a creative lyrics bonus as well for Tall Guys. So that's all ones to come in. Uh, bringing uh, ahead at the moment, and this is a clear lead. Uh, it is a clear lead of three points. Uh, on seven point, 17 points at the moment is Tall Guy. 
uh, with uh, its version of Supersonic Beat uh, High Flying Groove. Uh, in second, on 14 points, is uh, Sonic Mark and uh, Gravityfy. Uh, just a single point ahead of Ainuko uh, Bonato in the Sonic Heroes version. And it's all really tight. It's really tight. Uh, but this is just week one. We're now going to go on to uh, the All Stars. Uh, back to uh, Mr. T-Bird Esquire. Spooky Dookie onto the All Star entries, and we'll begin with Anime Girl. The fantastic voice returns again. Excellent. Nice to see another. All-Star returning to try and get the, the crown again. Um, anyway, you're playing... I'm a total sucker for the acoustic guitar tracks in any Sonic game, so you've already won me over on your choice. And I just think you've done a really good job with the lyrics as well. Um, my one niggle with this, and it is a tiny, tiny little niggle, is um, try not to keep your voice locked to the melody of the lead guitar. Um, most songs... Nowadays, if you listen to them, don't usually do that. But it is it is something that's really easily done. But again, tiny little niggle. And apart from that, absolutely fantastic. Nine for talent and nine for impression. Very, very well done. Crystal Dreams. Ooh, light is at the ready for this one, chaps. Um, again, not an obvious choice as a song to pick. Um... I do quite like the slow down tempo. There's not many people doing the sort of the, the really really slow paced songs for this competition, so it's nice to hear something a little bit different and a little bit you know more mellow than usual. Um, and again, the lyrics aren't too forced. Um, the one thing that is tricky about this piece is the pitch movement from and that is very very hard to follow. And I think that's it's, it's slipped you with a few points. But apart from that, very well done for attempting it. Um, seven for talent and eight to four impression. Crystal Dreams. Ooh, light is at the ready for this one, chops. Um, again, not an obvious. Mr. Digi Valentine, man. Um, <laughs> this song brought a real smile to my face, but um, fantastic production to begin with. Uh, a lot of time and effort has been spent on this song. And the one thing a lot of people don't know is the amount of lyrics you need to write for a rap song is just absolutely insane. And there's, there's all sorts in there. It's, it is a songwriter's dream. There's an enjambment. There's, you know, moving from one to the other. It's just, oh, it, absolutely fantastic. And it's got this really dark sense to it, this really dark, jokey, humorous sense to it, and it really brings out your personality and your, your own signature style. I mean, this is your own song, essentially. Um, the Night's Interlude. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, the diversity of vocals is cracking. And again, as I said, I don't think I need to, to credit the lyrics at all. All I can say is, yes, yes, yes way. Um, 10 for talent, 10 for impression, full marks, mate. Well done. Um... Well, if I had to place a bet on a winner for the Rex Factor this year, I think my money would be firmly on Iris. This this version of the song just sends a tingle down my spine. It's just absolutely sublime. Lyrics, I did complain about lyrics into another language before, but these seem to rhyme, so you must have, ha you must have, a, <laughs> must have had to completely rework the lyrics into this language. 
and changed them about so they actually worked. Um, it just fits so well. I mean, you're seconded into TJ Davis. This is just fantastic. So much power and, you know, vibrance in the lyrics. It's just a fantastic production as well. If you want singing professionally in 10 years' time, hopefully on a Sonic album and Sonic soundtracks, I will officially eat my hat. You heard it here first. Um, no guesses what I'm going to give this. It's a shame I can only go up to 10 as well. 10 for talent, 10 for impression. Absolutely fantastic. Ah, it's Katie Fox, our SOS winner. Oh my God, you sung with Lee... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, Fanboy Squeal over. Um, again, pretty good though, as on this track. Um, it lost its tone at one or two points, but not so much as it detracted from you know the song itself in general, which was very, very good. Um, interesting lyrics, and yes, it was also very, very English. But I kind of like that because it kind of, it kind of, you know, gets rid of that old repetition of everybody has to sing in this, you know, American English accent. So you know, very, very good for that. Um, eight for talent and eight for impression. Pigeon, it's the pigeons of death. Fronted by uh, the good old um, Sonic Yoda here as well. Um, a cover of a YouTube poop song. Yes, it has finally happened. <laughs> and it's very, very dark and moody, and I love that about it. And it's you know, it's not how I would have approached it, definitely coming from an acoustic side, but it, it just works so well. The pauses are used to such a great effect in this song. And it's it's just so very occasionally double tracked on the vocal, and it just adds to the, the you know the real fantastic of this, and it brings out the humour as well without losing it in amongst like the mumble jumble of trying to get it very very melodic, um, and also the yes I think the the penis monkey third class bit also needs to have a mention as well. So <laughs> fantastic entry to be honest. Um, Ten for impression and nine for talent. Very well done, guys. Ram the Dragon. It's a shame I can't roll my R's, really. It's also a shame that AUK wasn't judging this as well, because I'm sure he would have given you some bonus points just for pandering and covering one of his songs. But I quite like this, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go as far as to say it's better than Kevin's version. No, I better not say that. Actually, yes, I will. It's better than your version, Kevin. Um, Speed and breakbeat. It's just, you know... <laughs> this is again this is what I'm saying I've said it time and time again this is what this competition's about making a song your own and it's making a song that was already somebody else's and flip twisting it around once more for something else and I think it was quite hard to keep up the the, the pace especially in another language unless you learn this phonetically or something but again a very comprehensive cover of something that AUK did so I'm going to give you 8 for talent and 8 for impression VG, oh, no, this is what I think of your song. I don't think anybody's going to forget this track in a hurry, so it gets 11 for impression and minus 6 for talent. Enjoy doing the forfeit, VJ. So if you missed the last one there, VJ got, and how they have you managed to get this from T-Boot, I don't know, but 11 and minus 6. Um, 
for that. Okay, fine. Um, if <laughs> right, so then a quick rundown of that. Um, enjoyed first at the moment. We have uh, Digi Valentine and Iris. Iris does have the language bonus, technically. Um, then we have uh, Pigeons of Death on 19. Closely followed by Anime Girl on 18. And there's a tiny little gap um, between, and then Chris Dreams and Round the Dragon, and then Villagers on 5. <laughs> so, um, yeah. He's got a wrench, alright. Uh, we're coming up rapidly to the end of the show uh, on uh, both Sega Sonic Radio and Radio Sega, although on Radio Sega at 9 o'clock you have uh, Fast Feet and a Fast Feet's phone mix, so I suggest you stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, unsurprisingly he wouldn't have given Ram any bonus marks for doing his thing, doing his song. No, she'd have lost marks. Uh, and I thought as you play, he's got a wrench to close to celebrate. Um, probably not. <laughs> well, we played it last week. We can't play. We couldn't play. He's got a wrench every week. We just can't do it. Sorry, no. Um, <laughs> I did actually have a couple of requests actually. Um, I had some good questions as well, but I've got to quickly dip through the classic collection winners. Okay, uh, special mention goes to Gavi. Um, and uh, his answer, which involved Shadow the Hedgehog, originally set to feature Super Circus Bubbles Unicorn and a special guest appearance by Captain N. Uh, the classic collection competition, you basically had to come up with your best fake rumours. But the winner was actually Nida, who said, uh, Contrary to common thought, Saturn Game Sonic Extremes actually completed. The finished game boasted revolutionary graphics and epic boss battles. Of course, it never saw the light of day. In translating the game for a US release, creative tensions flared up over the naming of a boss fight with Fang the Sniper. Against the wishes of Sega of Japan, the character was referred to as Knack the Weasel. For what was a violent, ugly legal battle which eventually resulted in the game being cancelled and all copies being destroyed. Where if history repeating itself, Sega made sure to address the Eggman Robotnik naming issue in the English dub of Sonic Adventure. So congratulations Nida, who is going to be getting sent a, um, a copy of the Classic Collection on DS with the tin as well. Uh, well, I did have a quick question, actually, uh, which was waiting for me in the IRC. There's a couple of questions. Uh, Katie Fox couldn't hear anything. What can you do? Uh, go on the Radio Sega stream if uh, SSR isn't working for you. Uh, Nico Venato asked for the Sonic Underground theme. We can try and sort that out. Uh, Joe Forever says, any uh, reason for the unsettling ads on the new site now? Those will be moving. They'll be moving down um, eventually. Um, but they're there, so um, basically I got a check through the post for 50 quid at one point from Google. So uh, clearly the site ads work and they help out. That saves doesn't pay. To the site, um, I have to pay for the site. The site costs a lot of money, so um, yeah, uh, they will be being moved down low eventually when I've got the opportunity. Okay, 
Uh, here's lightning. Uh, ask, uh, could uh, you have asked Sega if they put more games in Sonic Classic Collection? Uh, no, there was no more room on the uh, DS card. Uh, no more games could be put on the Sonic Classic Collection. Uh, from what I hear. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Considering what Bentley's song was 15% of it. No, that's All Star Racing. Still, that's pretty. Oh, don't ask me why. It just goes to show. Don't ask me why. I just gather. I just, I just hear that they just couldn't actually put any more others on. So there you go. I'm getting messaged by somebody now quite a lot. Stop it, whoever that is. Stop it. Slap him on the hand. Hey, folks, can hear again because presumably she's calling the Radio Sega stream. Um. So, uh, that's those answered. What is that noise? Uh, Concord Hedgehog, I'll get in contact with you for your address, okay? Uh, Hedgehog Lightning says, uh, I also asked for Segata San Shiro music, and maybe we can have that with Sonic Underground. I'm not going to play Nick Drake. I'm not going to play I don't know who keeps messaging me, but please bloody stop. Stop it! Last year. Right. Because um, I acknowledge them. Yeah, they, they taunt me because I acknowledge them. Yep. Sounds like a typical Sega fan. Uh, nice. <laughs> oh, he went there. Sonic fan. Some Sega fans are actually yeah. quite peaceful. I know. I'm only kidding. What's the kidding? What kind of a show is it where you go around kidding people? Honestly. Hang on a minute. I found Sagata Sanchiro. Music. You will now be pleased. So we'll have that. Where's Sonic Underground? Sonic Underground. Ask for your rendition. You don't even enter. Sonic Underground. I did enter my competition. I won my competition the first year. Thank By you. a single point. It still means I won. theme gone. Trying to find the main theme for this. It's not... <sighs> Which I'm assuming is this. And if it's not this, well, tough. No. So, <laughs> we've got those to uh, see us out. Uh, we do have enough time for some questions and answers, answers and questions, some Q&A, UK and DH, though. Yay. Yay. We have enough time for that. Just a little bit. And um, just refresh the uh, questions. There we go. Uh, Gerald Bay asked, do you watch Doctor Who? Of course. If yes, do you watch the Christmas New Year special and what do you think of it? That MIRC is getting really annoying now. You can probably put it so there's a setting uh, and options. options. Sounds. No. Sounds. No. <laughs> no sounds. Sod off with your sodding <laughs> beeps. I'll be. Hey, you got to ask? Would you like some tea? No, I don't like tea. Um, I'm more. Unless you count tea as tea is in the meal tea. But yes, we do. Or tea is in tea burn. In which case, no, I like tea. Tea's nice. Nice. 
Um, so yes, we do like Doctor Who in this household. Of course. Um, if yes, did you watch the Christmas slash New Year special? What did you think of it? If no, why not? Everybody's gonna miss Tennant because he's the cutest damn thing since. You think Tennant's cute, don't you? Oh hell yes! Trust me, me and a couple of my guy friends are dying because of it. It's just funny to listen to them go on about it because they sound like total girl fan girls. Like no, he's gone. Why, BBC One? I don't want to go. Yeah, pretty much. So and it's like, yeah, I'd it, love you, David Studdle. <laughs> that was a David Studdle of that. Yeah. Oh, he, he named and shamed. He doesn't even listen to this. Name and shame. If he does, I'd be surprised. I don't think he listens to this anymore. No. Uh, he says, "Do you like ducks?" And oh, do you enjoy Power Rangers? You do, Only when they're fighting ducks. Don't put a duck near Trippy, she might steal it. <laughs> <laughs> steal ducks? No, it's geese. The goose. No, I thought it was ducks. Go she, goose rape. She likes ducks. Too. The goose rape. Something about ducks. Something about ducks. Trippy and ducks. I don't know. Somewhere in London, Digi Valentine is now being forced to wear a bill. <laughs> Uh, Darling's the Hedgehog asks, uh, Echo, can I use your character for a special fanfic where Darling meets her and they clash? Sure, why not? Email it to me so I don't miss it, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, to us, who is your favourite character in either one of the Ice Age movies? Oh, I like the Sabretooth Tiger, personally. Oh god, what's his name? I um, don't remember for the life of me. But I haven't seen those films in years, literally. I haven't even seen the third one yet. Uh -huh. I really don't have one. You didn't really. <laughs> oh, oh, isn't it, it's Scratch the Scratch is the squirrel, squirrel primordial squirrel there, whatever he is. The, the, the film would have been much more enjoyable if they just cut out everything revolving everyone else and just had it as a scrap. Oh dear lord, you're one of them. You're with the attention span of a goldfish. Sorry, what was that? Okay, if you if you got a train, what would you do with it? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> if you got a train, what would you do with it? I don't know. Put it on some rails. Um, I. Question's that? <laughs> the I got a train. Own train. Uh, there was a rail train. I think there was axed now. We saw a steam train. There's uh, yeah, steam train often goes past to actually work, but there was a steam train. We saw the other day, yes. Other week, really. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if I got a train, what would I do with it? Um, I would. Um, I would find that it would be very difficult to get off our driveway. <laughs> um, although living where we do, there are tram lines, so we could possibly make some use of them. Well, I think the train um, tracks are closer, actually. Well, yeah, the train tracks are closer, but I'm sure we could figure out something. Near enough to. Maybe we could live in it. Live in a train? Yeah, probably. We've got some carriages behind. Some rolling stock. Nice. Uh, who's your favourite video game hero of all time? It can be anyone. Uh, what are you asking? Most of both of us. Sorry, I'm kind of like. You've slept half the day. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've been You were asleep when the show started. <laughs> 
Yeah, then you poked me and you're like, we're on in five. I'm like, what? <laughs> we're in four in five because we're already broadcasting. Oh, my God. Um, you anyone? Shit. I just did it again. <laughs> Never. Was that was that the, like, the explicit version of, <laughs> of a Britney Spears song? No, Shit, no. I did it again. <laughs> no, that's not my version. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I know I have like somebody, but I can't. Please be aware, if Vija comes last on the All Stars, I will make him as his uh, as his punishment. He will sing. Oops, I did it again. In his own particular. Yes. Fashion. <laughs> Oops, I've got a wrench. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, 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 that's going to take too much thought. I don't really want to stall too much time, because we've got like, mm-hmm. five minutes okay. left. Um, have you ever played a game that turned out to be a disappointment? Well, yes. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, too Human. Damn, that's a terrible game. Um, but that was it, really. Uh, we've actually got no time. Yeah, There's no time left. There's no time for the music. Um, thank you for everyone who has listened in to this monstrous show. Uh, if you're uh, listening on Sex Like Radio next week, um, we've got, well, we've got Earth Arts Marks next week with Rex Factor. Mm-hmm. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. Um, yeah. No, Hedgy, no Echo was yawning. I wasn't. <laughs> no. um, I was talking. If I could talk and yawn at the same time, that'd be a very good trick. Um, the, uh, I think of that as says, let's give AK and Echo a big whoop whoop. No whoop so, whoop. No whoop whooping. I don't need a whoop whoop. No whoop right. whoops. Quite fine. I'm good, really. What ever happened to the other uh, Well, Shane and Darwin's asked cake or sandwich. Sandwich! Depends on the cake. Uh, Gabby quite liked Too Human. I liked Too Human if it weren't for the fact that every time you die, it takes about 30 seconds to get back into the damn game. And there's no way of skipping the stupid Valkyrie thing, because just over and over and over again. Anyway, they started everyone off there. Whoops. Yep. In the, uh... In the, in the radio. SSR. No, it's the not. Ra- the Radio Sega one's being polite and nice. V just says, you bastard, don't you dare. Well, at this rate, he's not <laughs> exactly doing well. It's not exactly... <laughs> at least give me something I can work with. <laughs> you don't want to work with Britney Spears? Oh, nobody really wants to work with that. I'm nah. Uh, question, why hasn't Echo posted the art requests we put out? Uh, because I haven't finished them yet. That's not to say I haven't finished them. We can, start, we can start that again next week, actually. No. Oh, God. I'm going to get butt-raped. I've already just tried. I've got... Right, okay. Oh, God. I've got some... Right, anyway, time, it's time to go, because we've got a show following us up. And yep. I really, I'm terribly sorry for last week. So, we'll uh, say Put goodbye. We'll be back next week. Uh, I've been Archangel UK. I've been Echo And we'll see you next week. Okay, guys? Bye-bye for now. The throne awaits. A seal warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children. Separate. Bide your time. Lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. They made a vow. Their mother will be found. The children grow. Learn what's right. Leaders of the freedom fight. They seek their mother. She knows they do. Is it time? If she only knew, will the prophecy come true? Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. 
children, but I have to wait. To act too soon could seal their fate. They made a vow, their mother will be found. Sonic Underground!「心に問いかけるぞ」